Hi, and welcome to the very first episode of Night Talk. My name is Lauren Vermeer. And I'm Jessica Stitch. Thank you for joining us today. We are ecstatic to talk about the riveting, controversial topic of drugs. Well, more specifically, the controversy involving opioid pain relievers. Opioids are a type of drug that is classified into a diverse class of moderately strong painkillers, including oxycodone, heroin, and synthetic opioids such as fentanyl that are prescribed to treat severe pain that triggers the release of endorphins. Opioids became an issue in the late 1900s when the pharmaceutical companies were confident that patients would not become addicted to opioid pain relievers. And when the companies reassured the medical field of their theory, the medical professionals began to prescribe their patients the medicine at higher rates, causing a large percentage of their patients to become addicted. The increased dosage of opioid medication in the prescriptions led to a widespread misuse among its prescribed and non-prescribed users. According to the National Safety Council, the issue continued to worsen in 2017 after 47,000 Americans died as a result of an opioid overdose. Then in 2018 to 2019, drug overdoses rose by nearly 5%, marking 70,630 deaths within about 50,000 of them relating to opioids. According to Zachary Siegel from the New York Intelligencer, despite the high risk of addiction and overdose, the potency and availability of these substances made them popular as medical treatments and as recreational drugs. To combat this issue, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, or HHS, declared a public health emergency along with a five-point strategy to target the opioid crisis. The strategy consists of improving access to treatment and recovery services, promoting the use of overdose reversing drugs, strengthening everyone's understanding of the epidemic through better public health surveillance, providing support for cutting edge research on pain and addiction, and advancing practices for pain management. On a national level, the nation's leading medical research agency, the National Institutes of Health, NAH, is helping to solve the opioid crisis by discovering new and improved techniques to prevent opioid misuse, treat opioid use disorders, and manage pain. As of April 2018, the NIH Director Francis S. Collins announced the launch of the Helping to End Addiction Long-Term Initiative, also known as HEAL, as an effort to speed up scientific solutions to stem the national opioid public health epidemic. In considering opioid pain relievers, there are many opinions that create controversy. We have two experts joining us today to discuss the, this controversy in great depth. The first guest that we are sitting down with today is Sheila Arisman. Hi Sheila, how are you today? I'm great, how about yourself? I'm doing pretty well. That's good to hear. Do you mind introducing yourself and telling everyone a little bit about what you do? Yes, so my name is Sheila Ayersman. I am an RN. I currently work at the VA um, hospital, the Veterans Administration Hospital. I work in the operating room, um, and I have about eight years of experience uh, mainly working within the operating room at various hospitals. Okay, now we're just gonna go ahead and get started with the questions. So do you have any personal experience involving opioids, either prescribed or non-prescribed? 
Yes, I've had uh, some surgeries in the past where I was prescribed opioids um, post-op for um, about a week or two at a time. Did you have a good experience while taking opioids? Yes, it re they relieved my pain um, accurately and, um, yes, provided um, sufficient pain control. That's good to hear. Do you support the use of opioids in a medical view as a medical professional? Yes, um, I do under certain circumstances. I believe for acute pain, so short duration of pain control, um, it is a good option. Um, for longer term, I feel like opioids could be useful in specific patient populations. Can you argue the other side? Yes, I feel like uh, opioids do have a significant uh, side effects and addiction um, capabilities. So uh, sometimes not even prescribing opioids would be um, a better route with people of past addiction history. What are a few examples of an acceptable situation for a person to take opioids with a prescription? Yes, so like stated before, the short-term pain, um, so like post-op or an acute pain um, waiting for surgery to control pain, pain control prior to surgery, mainly for the short-term duration would be the appropriate time to prescribe. Okay, next question. What are a few examples of an acceptable situation for a person to take opioids without a prescription? I feel like a prescription is always warranted for use of opioid, of the opioids, um, in the event somebody has some on hand from an old prescription. I feel like if they had severe pain um, that could only be controlled by opioids, then it would be appropriate to take it if it was a one-time thing. How are opioids safe to the consumer, healthcare professional, and the environment? Uh, opioids are safe to the consumer in that they do control the pain. Uh, acute pain can cause other systemic um, issues, increased heart rate, um, labored breathing, all these things that if your pain is controlled can also decrease the stress on other parts of your body. Um, so in the health, as a healthcare professional, they are needed to control pain and um, help the patient get through their pain relief until they can um, use other options. And how are they unsafe? Well, we know that opioids um, are highly addictive. And so in the event an individual uses them for a short term, with the idea of using them a short term, it can quickly turn addictive and be long term. Um, and then just like any other addictive issue, um, it takes a lot more to um, stop the addiction than it is to start the addiction. So um, not only is the addiction unsafe, uh, some of the side effects 
of opioids are unsafe. Um, they decrease respiration, um, meaning your breath. So, you know, if you take too much, you stop breathing basically and potentially can be deadly. Why shouldn't a person partake in opioid pain relievers? Well, pain, um, opioids can, um, one of the side effects can, is uh, euphoria. So not only does it relieve the pain, it gives a sense of euphoria. So very happy, relaxed um, state of mind. So not only is the pain gone, but it can also help take away mental pain. So individuals with, say, you know, depression, um, anxiety, PTSD, any type of medical or uh, mental instability can uh, dive into opioid use more so for the mental health euphoria release instead of the physical pain relief. Um, so I feel like individuals who have a past history of addiction should be carefully monitored and try heavily to use other type of pain meds um, than opioids because they have a higher rate of addiction due to combined issues that um, they use the opioids for. We can't thank you enough for taking the time to sit down and talk with us today. We really appreciate hearing your insight on this topic. It was a pleasant experience, and we hope to speak with you again soon. Have a nice evening. It was nice meeting you. Our second guest that we are happy to present is my mentor from school, Christina Henkel. How are you today, Christina? It's nice to see you again. I'm good, thanks. We are delighted to be speaking with you today, Christina. Please introduce yourself to our listeners and tell them them a little bit about what you do. Um, yeah, so my name is Christina and I'm a physical therapist. Um, I've been working in physical therapy for a little over 20 years, um, most typically in an outpatient orthopedic environment. How long have you been working there? Um, well, I've been a physical therapist for just over 20 years. So um, I'm at my, the current office that I'm at, I've been for a couple years. I've been both in private practice and in uh, large corporate, but if you combine it all together, uh, it's been about 21 years. So we will get started with some of the questions for today. So do you have a personal experience involving opioids, either prescribed or non-prescribed? Uh, personally, I do not. So personally, as a pa patient um, or family, I don't have a um, an experience with them. Do you support the use of opioids in a medical view as a medical professional? And then why or why not? And can you argue the other side? Um, yeah, I think for sure you can argue both sides. I think um, the main thing, you know, I'm coming from a physical therapy um, opinion. And so we don't prescribe in, in our office or in our profession. Um, but we are, like I said, working with patients who oftentimes um, have been giving, given some kind of pain medication uh, to help them. And so I do believe that there is a time and a place for everything, but I do think as a physical therapist, there are definitely ways that we can treat pain and help with pain um, in a more, you know, physical environment um, like 
the kind of office I work in. Um, we do have things that help with pain. Uh, we also know that there are some other medications out there that can help with pain that aren't, you know, falling into that category. So maybe not quite as addictive. Um, so I do think it's always a good idea to try other forms of pain control. Um, you know, things that can be safer for the patient. Um, but I do also argue the other side in that, you know, I've seen patients who, you know, maybe they came out of a knee surgery and they tried to go without any pain relief. And because of their pain being so high, they weren't able to complete their exercises or do anything. Um, and then they got set back really far in their recovery. Uh, do I think they needed an opioid to be able to do that? Not necessarily. I think, um, but there oftentimes, you know, there should be a middle ground to help people with pain so that at least be able to do, <laughs> you know, from my standpoint, they, you want them to be able to do their range of motion exercises and their strength exercises. And if they're just in so much pain that they're not, you know, willing to bend their leg, that's going to set problems down the road as well. So, um, again, in physical therapy, we have lots of modalities that help with pain. That's what we do, <laughs> um, and we don't prescribe medicine. So I get, definitely can see how we could, you know, help with pain control without using, you know, a strong medication in every case for sure. What are a few examples of an acceptable situation for a person to take opioids with a prescription? talked about so if there's a if there's a situation where the pain is so high that the you know the patient needs some kind of pain control to be able to um, work on their recovery then that's a situation where you would would consider it you know if a um, person's pain is so high that they can't eat a person's pain is so high that they can't do their exercises then we definitely need um, to try to help them with that again you know if the opioid is the only option that's debatable but um but that would be a situation where, where it should be considered versus just being the standard of care where we just prescribe it no matter what, for sure. Okay, so moving on to a different part of the topic, um, we're gonna be talking about safety of opioid, opioids. So um, what is your opinion about how opioids are safe to the consumer, healthcare professional, and the environment? Um, again, I think that that is, going to be a little bit more specific to the to the physician um, and the pharmacist just because that is is in their scope of practice um, however you know as even just a, a consumer myself or someone in healthcare, I just it's going to be safer if it's being monitored um, you know I think you you need somebody who's really keeping track of amounts who's really keeping tracking of dosages really keeping track of how the patient is is handling it and you know maybe like i said also offering some of those alternative um suggestions to help with pain so if the very first thing you do if somebody comes out of surgery is, is give them an opioid then they're not even going to know um kind of where their pain level is you know so mm -hmm. um so yeah, so I, I think there's a safer way, but it to be monitored um, by their, you know, by their physician um, and or their pharmacist for sure. Okay, and then kind of going to the other side, how do you think that opioids are unsafe? Um, because I do think that sometimes it, it gets to the point where it's not being monitored, um, you know, where you don't necessarily um, have, you know, someone's being overprescribed. Um, and or in the case, you know, the extreme cases, people are self-medicating. Um, 
or finding them on their own or doing that, which is, is never okay. Um, and so, uh, and you can see kind of what that leads to, you know, if, if people are needing, needing that kind of care, you know, that's going to learn, definitely fall into some long-term situations. But, um, but yeah, I think, I think for sure it can be unsafe if it's not, um, you know, monitored, but also I think even if you have someone who's over prescribing, that's not good either, you know, um, definitely want, want to be your own advocate as well as a patient for mm-hmm. sure. Why should an individual participate in opioid pain relievers? Um, again, I think it's, like I said, it's, uh, you don't have to, I mean, I, it definitely should always be your choice. Um, even if it's prescribed, I know that a lot of times even some some prescri- prescriptions were just written just to be written. And, and um, I think, uh, you know, I've even myself, like I said, I haven't had personal experience with, with taking them, but I've had them prescribed for me and that never needed them um, and made that own choice for myself and, and just even said, you know, I'm not going to take them. So your patients always should be their own advocate. Um, and, and it should be their choice. That being said, if the, you know, if the doctor's recommending it, um, to you and you, you know, you want more information, you want to know what are my alternatives. I think that's a big thing um, that I hear most from patients is they weren't told what their alternatives were. And they just assumed that that was their only choice for pain control. Um, and so, uh, so yeah, I, again, it really comes back to it being your choice um, to refuse it if you want to refuse it, um, or if you know you have you know addictive uh, you know things that you're worried about long term. It's it's always comes down to the patient. It's just sometimes the education isn't there, so we don't know what the options are. Thank you for sitting down and speaking with us today. We appreciate hearing your perspective on this controversial topic. I hope that we have the pleasure of seeing you again soon. Yes, thank you very much for your time. Have a wonderful rest of your day. There are many different views and opinions about opioid pain relievers and drugs in general that create such a vast controversy. Some believe that opioids are good for patients and that they benefit the medical field overall, while others believe that opioids are just as bad as partaking in non-prescribed drugs such as cocaine. Regardless, facts are facts. Everyone has the right to their own opinion, but it is a proven fact that opioids are a highly addictive substance that have the potential to be harmful and helpful at the same time. Our guests provided us with sufficient, insightful information regarding the controversy of our topic. Although there are many sides, it is important to do what is best for your overall health of your body and mind. One thing that Christina put into perspective for me was when she mentioned that there are many other options to treat different conditions besides medication, and that even when it comes to medication, you should only partake in what you are comfortable with. On my own, I never realized that I have the power to refuse the amount of medication prescribed. Like, I didn't realize that it was acceptable to not take an entire prescription if I was not comfortable with the amount prescribed. In addition, I agree with Sheila's statement about her view on opioids as a medical professional. Opioids can be a great tool for people looking for relief while struggling with acute pain. And I can also understand that opioids can become addictive when used for long periods of time, which is a reason to not continue to use for chronic pain management. In my opinion, I don't support nor disagree with the medical usage of opioids. If the medication is handled properly, prescribed for an appropriate amount of time, 
and discontinued after, it can be very effective and beneficial. However, when opioids are taken advantage of and patients start to misuse them, they are harmful. They can also be harmful when they are not the only option. Why take the risk of possibly becoming addictive when it's not needed? I think that using opioids is a personal decision and they should not be forced upon any patient. Therefore, I am not for or against opioids as long as people are making informed decisions. Before we contacted our guests, we gathered reliable information from a variety of sources to inform ourselves on the issue. We then created a list of open-ended questions for our interviewees to allow them to answer in a greater depth. Our interviewees enhanced our message behind this controversy and brought reliable information for us and our listeners. Thank you for tuning in to Night Talk. We appreciate your time and hope to see you here again soon. This was Jessica Stitch and Lauren Vermeer and, and we, we out. out.